Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Nearly Men podcast, a new-ish video games podcast coming to you from a very autumnal Glasgow. Ooh. My name is Colin Little. And my name is Paul Kaczynski and we are the Nearly Men. Two normal guys with nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we do not sell them and we do not even make ourselves particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men and at some point you have probably kicked our asses online. <laughs> That's the best opening ever, wasn't it? <laughs> I know we've only done seven of these, Paul, but it's written right there. <laughs> I was tempted to start again. And I thought, you know what? Let's just let's just keep it real, man. Let's not try to kid on that we're any good at this by you know trying to get it right. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello to you, Paul. Hello, Colin. How are you? I'm not too bad. Not too bad. Are you well? You. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. Have you have had an eventful month of gaming? Um. Yeah, yeah, it's been quite an eventful month, basically just filled with the Arkham Knight and the quest for the Platinum. He's Batman. Yes, yes, I am Batman. I think uh, I am now at the top of my Gotham's greatest rankings in the game against all my competitors oh, so uh, in, so i'm up words. i'm up there uh, come join me up here if you can oh it's a high ladder to climb <laughs> certainly is what it really is anyway um so i suppose we better just get a wee wee bit of the basic housekeeping oh, it's going right in here uh, straight right. messing about well we've got a big episode ahead of ourselves oh, here we've got a lot to cover so we might as well get started um okay we are of course the nearly men you have found us here Anyone else out there can find us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Nearly Men. We are the Nearly Men podcast on SoundCloud and also the Nearly Men podcast on Facebook. And there's also www.thenearlymen.com, which is still under under construction. But hopefully, we'll have a wee bit of um, some material for the website after uh, after this yeah, coming yes, weekend. Indeed, a few indeed. photos and things like that. Uh, and as ever, you can contact us via Gmail. You can get us at nearlymenpodcast at gmail.com. So please send us an email, a critique, some hate mail. Send it all our way. So, Paul, any words on last time? Well, uh, we did promise you that something was coming uh, in the last episode a little treat, and we revealed that it was our first ever video sketch. Our first ever. A, a little uh, little seedling had been planted in Colin Little's brain that has blossomed into a beautifully funny sketch called Extreme FIFA. Yeah, well, people seem to be really liking it. Um, basically, I had been thinking that it would be nice to do something different, particularly for the YouTube channel, and do some sketches about video games in real life and things like that. And it was like, this one was a kind of... Between being at Five Asides one night and seeing the angriest man in the world <laughs> on the pitch next to us just scream at everyone. And there's always people like that in Five Asides. There always is. And um, I kind of saw him and thought, there must be something. And then I was actually at the football watching Motherwell trudge through another oh dreadful game oh my. Uh, before we lost our manager. And um, rather bored. And uh, it just suddenly came to mind, let's let's put that angry man into FIFA. So, yeah, it's been great, and I've been really pleased. I think you did a very good job with the filming and editing. You did a very good job with the shouting. Well, I'm I am quite good at the shouting. <laughs> born born to play that part. Born, born to play <laughs> the angriest man in the world. Um, so yeah, no, we've been getting some really nice feedback. Lots of kind of 
retweets and uh, lots of views um and it's been great fun and and thank you everyone for taking the time to watch it and to share it mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. we've got two very important scotland matches coming up so i think we'll try and get it out once more before um before then but um if you did like the sketches please do get in touch and let us know what else you'd like to see we've got a few ideas coming up and there will mm-hmm. be some more sketches coming from the nearly men um in a similar vein whether or not we'll, we'll be doing fifa again i'm not sure but we've got some ideas about some other games um do so. you think we'll be seeing that angry man again <laughs> almost certainly <laughs> almost certainly yes yes yeah, so indeed thanks for sharing that that was great fun to do um jay rainey uh commented uh finally i've been recognized for my excellent sound effects and my trophy challenges that's it and for also my jingles during the podcast that's it you know you're a man of many talents i only took well that was seven episodes do you know what i mean there's, there's people still striving for the kind of recognition i'm getting well that's it exactly michael winslow <laughs> is, is jealous <laughs> Michael Winslow. <laughs> That's right. Well, do you know, uh, you know, if they ever do, I believe they actually are remaking Police Academy. Oh my. So I think you should maybe. Uh, Who's going to replace Michael Winslow? Well, obviously you're now the. Oh, of course. <laughs> I think Ladbrokes have got you at seventy-two. I clicked. <laughs> <laughs> also, I had a, a rant last week about the the cost of games. You certainly did. Yeah, particularly Rock Band, which was coming in at two hundred pound. It's um, scandalous. But I have since looked into it and. Fear not, because you can use some old instruments on your PS4. That's a lovely bit of dead space there. I had, dead to, air. I had, to, I had to think there. <laughs> um, well, what do you mean by some instruments? Uh, not not all instruments are compatible. Instruments oh. are compatible. Okay. Um, obviously, you need to stay within the same family. Yep, so, so Xbox can't, to Xbox. So Xbox to Xbox. And obviously, it can't be a guitar, hero guitar to well, play rock band it can oh can it it can yes yeah. so that, that's where the, the, the debate comes in a wee bit because oh. I think every rock band instrument would work, will work but not all guitar hero ones work right okay if you okay. do google rock band compatible instruments okay um, you do get a list of what will work on four. on the PS4 so for the PS4 and yeah. probably I'm assuming the um, equivalent would work for Xbox that's correct but yeah. you do need a legacy adapter beca- oh, because the okay. Playstation's Already, already, already use Bluetooth, mm-hmm. and the Xbox didn't, so right. you now need a wee adapter. Okay, um, for the Xbox, but you can buy the game with the adapter. I think it's like sixty-four pound or something, as opposed to. 40. And the legacy adapter is for Xbox, but not for PS. Not for PS, and that's for the Bluetooth. Okay, well there you go. There's another reason if you're uh, considering next-gen gaming and um, looking into getting uh, a next-gen console with Rock Band, then maybe that's a, a check in the yeah. box for PS4. Yeah, definitely. So get yourself onto eBay or Gumtree or any other kind of second-hand site and pick up some. Old instruments for for the cheap. Maybe some folk will have some rattling around. Yeah, previously exactly. as well. I managed to get drums and a guitar for ten pound. That's unbelievable. You know what I mean? That's perfect. 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 <laughs> I wonder whether the person that sold you knew that that it would actually work with bad, the PS4. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry if you're out there. <laughs> I'm gutted. Do you want to know about this week's chart, Colin? Oh, do I? Well, do you? Not really, but go on, mate. I'm sure there's somebody out there that wants to throw. I know Joe Keenan's always a fan. Joe Keenan's gagging for it, the new is. <laughs> Number 10, Lego Jurassic World. We're still not sure of the Lego games, are we? Well, I don't know. I, I heard some stuff about Lego Dimensions. That sounds oh. awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, the sheer fact that Martin McFly and Doc Brown are in it, played by Christopher Lloyd and... And, you know, before we get any further and think, 
uh, Lego Dimensions as well. Each individual um, we set that you get, like the Wii, you buy the thing and you obviously get the bits of Lego that can build these characters, but then they come into the games. But it's not just the characters you get or costumes. You actually get the individual worlds. Mm, and particularly mm. with Marty and the Doc and all that, apparently you build the you can build a DeLorean and then you can travel to 1985, you can travel to 2015, and you can also go back to 18... 18- 1885 so you know that's actually three i mean it sounds unbelievable and they're doing a ghostbusters one yeah they're doing they're doing a whole lot there's a simpsons one um it sounds brilliant so is it kind of a la disney infinity type stuff i I think it's that kind of thing it's this um toys to life right now listen hasten to add this is not jurassic lego jurassic world that we're talking about that's a separate game yes this is lego dimensions but you know i think if lego dimensions becomes successful i think these kind of standalone lego games aren't going to exist no, anymore i think you're right i think it will definitely be tied in but yeah it is the same thing as skylanders it's the same sort of thing as uh disney infinity, disney infinity uh, amiibos mm-hmm. all that sort of thing these toys to life which are quite a big thing you know the the tricky thing is that these are quite expensive. You yeah. know you're buying these toys and the game, and then you know and you're constantly having to build up. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing about Lego Dimensions, as opposed to things like Skylanders or like Disney Infinity, is it seems as though Lego Dimensions is a bit more aimed for adults as well. Now listen, there's nothing you know explicit or or particularly adult in it. But it works a bit like the Lego movie, for instance. There's jokes on two, okay. two okay, levels. Yeah. And I think this is the one that, that you might find grown-ups. Because, you know, you know, we particularly remember Lego. I think Lego's come back a bit now for kids. Mm-hmm. But when we were younger, Lego was a big thing. Do you have your big bucket of Lego? Oh, you have a big bucket. bucket. But Brilliant. sometimes you had a bucket of Lego and Duplo. Oh, no, you I was not them them really Duplo. No, no, no. Oh. it was pretty much Lego. Just Lego. It was hand-me-down Lego, though. It oh, right, it's Lego. almost always hand-me-down Lego. Is there any other kind? <laughs> Do they still make Lego? <laughs> still well, they make Lego down. dimensions now. I don't know if they'll be handed down. Yeah, well, I actually had a, a job where I was I was to put some video game into a show, mm-hmm. and... Uh, the one we were going to do was Disney Infinity. They didn't give us the rights in the yeah. end, but I had to research into Disney Infinity and all that, and actually get quite hooked on it. I thought this is quite good. I'm quite mm-hmm. excited about having to get this for work because yeah, <laughs> I love Disney Infinity. Um, I didn't get it in the end because yeah. I didn't approve it. But uh, I, for, for what looked on the outset, it's just a kind of kids game. It actually looked quite interesting. Look quite I quite interesting. like figures and things. They so look it's... quite interesting. I think the Lego one... What's interesting with Lego Dimensions is as well is when you buy Lego Dimensions, you get a whole bunch of blocks. And then during the game, it doesn't. It, there's no instructions about what to do with the blocks. They're all in a big pile, and you start playing the game. And then at one point, you find a blueprint or something, and the character then says, "Now we know how to build the portal." And then the instructions come up on screen, and then you build the thing using the screen oh, instructions, man. and you build the portal. And then that portal is what you use to transport your Lego guys into the game world. Oh. So that's how it works. That's um, pretty cool. So it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, we're getting ourselves back to the, the chart, however, uh, and a completely <laughs> different <laughs> game. Lego Jurassic World's apparently very good. I think Chris Pratt's doing his voice right. uh, as his character in that. Um, and uh, yeah, apparently they're, they're, they're good, fun games. They've kind of passed me by, to be honest. Like, I played a wee bit of the Star Wars games, but I think mm-hmm. those are the only Lego games I've ever really played. I, th- I think I played Batman on the Vita. Apparently it's very funny, Lego Batman, but uh, not quite for me, but very successful. Fair play, fair play. Number nine, your favourite game, 
Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh God, is that still in there? That's unbelievable. <laughs> is that not two years old? That I way? wish gamers would actually. I mean, honestly, that is poor. If people are still buying that dross, dear me, terrible game. Number eight. Oh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, it's That's slipping. Limited. Is that it? on all platforms? Yeah, all platforms. This is yeah. Bloody hell! Yeah. I suppose everybody's got it by now. Look, looking as uh, what's above it though, it makes sense. Well, there's some big games. Number seven, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's pretty good. It just seemed a strange time to bring it out. Well, it's got some big competition at the moment. Well, they maybe tried to tie it in with the film, and but it, was, but it came out too late for the film. Yeah, yeah. But, but then would you rather have rushed it? No, I suppose not. I mean, apparently the game is good. Mm. Apparently, it, it doesn't do too much spectacularly, but it does a lot of stuff well. Right. Um, apparently, heard, the world's pretty cool. I heard it was a bit repetitive. That was I think thing. a lot of open world games can be that mm-hmm. kind of way. Um, Apparently the driving's fun, mm-hmm. combat's quite good. It's it's the kind of game I'll maybe, you know, if it comes down in price, I'd maybe pick up at some point. I do like my open world games. Mm-hmm. Um, what I have heard is there are a lot of kind of, you know, if you're going to be a completionist, there's a lot of collectibles, and some of them aren't that much fun to get, you know. Mm. Um, you enjoying your Riddler trophies? They're all done. You all done? No, I done ages ago. Oh my. No, I, I'll see get, see I'll, how we threw that away there? We'll go no, on, they're all done. We'll go on to that later on when we talk about uh, <laughs> a little later. Number six, Pro Evolution Soccer, Ooh, 2016. This is apparently a real contender of being a FIFA killer this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if anyone wants to maybe show FIFA that we're not very happy with them at the moment and their disgraceful behaviour and set Blatter's <laughs> just refusal to stand down now, despite the fact that Coca-Cola and Budweiser and all that are telling them to beat it, uh, well, maybe maybe that's a choice for folk as well. Maybe get mm-hmm. Pro Evo as well. Um, apparently the game's very good. I haven't had a shot of it yet. I've played a bit of FIFA 16 on the demo. Mm-hmm. It seems more of the same. Yeah. Um, I've always quite liked the Pro Evo games. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'll need to get a shot of it at some point. It's got a lot more licensing than it used to have. Oh, I think themselves. I think over the last few years, they've really got a lot more of the license. Mm. They've not got everything, but they've got a lot more than yeah. they did have. Cool, cool. Number five, Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain. That's five. I'm surprised that's Number five. I'd expect yeah. that right up the top. It's been out for nearly a month now, though. Well, I know, but it's you know on the biggest selling console at the moment. True, true. In fact, it's on every console. It's on everything, yeah. I'm a bit it's surprised a, it's come down that quickly. It's very good. It's very good. So I hear. I've, I've barely scratched the surface. I have a few folk who have told me that it might be the best game they've ever played. Mm, a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people are saying something. that. I'll, I'll wait and see. Um, I'll need to have a shot of it at some point. Um, not not really sure what I think about it. Certainly, in, in a lot of ways, it looks great. I just find them quite hard. I always want to try and be stealthy, but it always just... <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> the sense into a bloodbath the stupidest thing in the world will happen I'll be spotted and that's it everyone must die well that's what I quite like about it is because I'm exactly the same but um, I've tried to do it stealthily and when you do get spotted and you do have to open up a wee bit if you can disappear again and uh, the intelligence for the guards is brilliant because they're on alert and looking for you they act differently they move differently it's really quite clever that's no, not acceptable for me <laughs> if they see me there will be no witnesses none Terrifying. Terrifying. I'll kill them all. (laughs) Kill them all. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Number four. Oh, before we move on, actually, uh, the uh, online aspect of that. Chocolate voice. (laughs) (laughs) The online aspect of Metal Gear looks very promising as well. Yeah, there we are. Something else for us to get battered at. 
<laughs> just, 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 just to make sure the self-esteem never gets quite high enough. <laughs> That's it. Just stick on a bit of Metal Gear Solid, get strangled by a guy in a box. <laughs> just have to go to Amsterdam for stuff like that. Anyhow. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Skylanders Superchargers. Well, we've discussed this. These toys to life games are, are a big, big thing. Um, I'm not sure about the Skylanders. Uh, I know they are popular. They've been going for quite a while. I think Skylanders started on the last gen console. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And you've got this kind of like platform thing that you build in and then you set the things on it. Like yeah, a yeah, chip yeah. or whatever. Not for me, but you know. Fair play. Yeah. Number three is Forza Motorsport 6. Mm, again. Find them a bit pole-faced. Driving game's a driving game. Really, yep. isn't it? That's it. Number two, Hot Topic, Destiny the Taken King. Yes. Everyone says it's very good. Yes, yeah, so I hear. I went into Destiny the other day and had a wee shot again. Um, and you know what, Bungie? I'm furious at you because you've basically now cut a whole load of the game out. Like now, I can't play a lot of the stuff that uh, I want to play because right, right. it's all Taken King. And you know, I, I went into the PlayStation Store to have a look at it again because I, I am almost certainly going to end up buying this at some point. It's terrible, but I will. Um, and you know, the the thing is that when you go into the PlayStation Store, the thirty nine ninety nine is purely for the code to unlock the Taken King. But what I actually realised is that that is the discount. Forty pounds is the discount. It says on the forty pound download, the thirty nine ninety nine download, that you need to have Destiny, you need to have the Dark Below, and you need to have mm-hmm. House of Wolves to get that. So I've already spent seventy five pounds. Then I get the forty pound. Yeah. Or I could spend fifty four pounds and get everything. Yeah. It is it's shocking behaviour from, from Activision and from Bungie. And I don't know who made the decision, but it is it seems very unfair. Yeah, I mean, even when you take into account that the game's a year old now, so you might think you'd be getting a game of the year edition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a lot of money. And it's, it's very unfair to people who've stuck with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the thing as well is that, that people are all joking now that Destiny basically had a, a year-long beta because you know now it's finally the game it's supposed to be and you're like well you know what the reason why it is now the game it's supposed to be you know from all reports it's excellent now Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the reason why it is so good is because people spent that long playing it and let you know and folk i mean i i had a period of a couple of months where i stopped playing it and then around about kind of christmas time i got back into destiny and played it for like three months solid again Mm -hmm. yeah that's right i've got three characters who are all nearly level 30 i've got hundreds of gear you know, I've done loads of stuff in this game. Uh, I'm maybe three trophies away from the platinum, four trophies away from the platinum, and I'm I'm a bit like I, seventy-five pounds I spent on that game, and now you want another forty off mm. me. I, I don't mind paying for contact content, and for all intensive purposes, the content seems to be fairly worth it. But it just feels like it's a real sting, isn't it? It's a real. It just feels as though they've decided that we aren't worth it, and that the new people are more worthwhile mm. than the player people, the players who have been playing all yep. the time. Yeah, you know. I mean, we're not daft. We were in the beta. We bought the game on launch. Mm-hmm. We played it all the way through. All those statistics they've got, the amount of times people died, and all this and that, and the loot caves, and and where people were, you know, um, farming ether and glimmer and things like that. You know. That was all of us. We were all there. The reason why the game now works so well is because you spent that time honing it. And the reason why that is is because folk were playing it, and there's mm-hmm. folk that played it a lot more than I did. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just feel they've been shafted, and yeah. it leaves a real bad taste in my mouth. Um, and I know the the really annoying thing is that they're not really going to suffer for it because everyone's going to buy it eventually, anyway. 
Yep. Yep. But um, poor show. Poor show. Ah, Colin Little, still not happy about it. Not happy. Number one, FIFA 16. Ah, there we go. Of course it is. No, I'm not happy again. I don't even give you getting even more money. <laughs> That's it. Is Super Mario Oops. Maker not on that list? Uh, Super Mario Maker is not on that list. That's unbelievable. But remember, Super Mario Maker is only one platform. I think it's sold over 2 million copies, though. I'd have thought it would have been somewhere. Oh, there you are. It's number 11. Number 11. Oh, so just missed out. Apparently that game's great. Hmm. FIFA's alright, you you have purchased. I have, yes, I am I'm a, a FIFA junkie. Um yeah, I like it. It's a wee bit I keep saying to people it's a bit heavier feeling, which is a good thing I think. Uh, just it just kinda of feels more of the same. It is, it is it's, I kinda of feel you're just paying for updated player lists and a few new animations each year. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 slightly tweaked. I, I get the tweaks. I, I don't think it's I am you know, I'm aware that I'm hooked into buying it every year. Yeah. Um which it maybe shouldn't be done. I, I always think it should be an update. It should just be a, an update and then release one every five years. Yeah, well, I think that would be better. At least, I mean, unless you were changing the engine every year and mm-hmm, stuff, but mm-hmm. they're not. Um, I would happily pay £20 a year for updates. That, that said, I generally get a FIFA every two years, so this probably is the year that I would maybe see about getting a FIFA. But I don't know. You might want to get it this year, because this might be the last time that Mother will learn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm afraid that the chances are any championship teams aren't going to be in it. And, you know, Partick Thistle, um, they're, they're, where are they sitting in the league at the moment? Second bottom. Second bottom. <sighs> Not that it's much to be proud of, but I think you'll find Motherwell are dizzy in two places above you. <laughs> two places. <laughs> oh, my. Dizzy. Catch us if you can. It's cosy down at the bottom, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so that's your chart. Yep. That's it. That's what everyone's buying at the moment. That's it. No Minecraft. No, I can't believe it. No oh. Minecraft. Grand Theft Auto is slipping, yet Call of Duty Ghost is still in there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Gamers, have a long, hard look at yourselves. <laughs> There's only one good thing better than a really good game, Colin. And what is that? <laughs> I'm, I'm very curious as to what that might be. It's a free game. A free game? Okay. A free game? I can't speak today, it's no. terrible. It's a free game. A free game. Well, the, well, okay, you've just started an internet flame war. We pay a subscription, these games aren't free. <laughs> yeah, Don't what? you forget, you pay for these games. Well, what are the the free paid games? <laughs> the free paid <laughs> games. The free paid games. Uh, okay, so uh, for all you ex-boners um, out there. Um, I'm, do you know I'm not happy with that abbreviation? Exponers? No, I don't like it. Why not? I don't know. I just don't. It doesn't sit with me. That's just because uh, yeah, you've come over to the to the proper side of the world, and now e- you just expone just isn't it good. Expone's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious, just like that console has been for the last oh, couple of years. Oh. That said, it, it certainly seems to be finding its way finally. Well, but we'll see. PlayStation's mm-hmm. still a long way out in front, and I still think PlayStation are winning. It's for the players. For the players. We should get money for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we certainly should. Um, very well. Uh, right, okay, here we go. So the Xbox free, uh, Games with Gold for um, the month of um, October um, are as follows. So from the 16th of September until the... 16th of September until the yep. 15th of October. So that's a whole month. Oh, there we go. Uh, we have Tomb Raider Definitive Edition on the Xbox One. Uh, we also have Valiant Hearts on the Xbox One. That's from the 1st of October to the 31st of October. And we also have The Walking Dead Season 1, the Telltale game, which is also from the 16th of October to the 15th of November. And uh, on the Xbox 360, we have Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes, 
and The Walking Dead Season 1. Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes is running from the 1st of October to the 15th of October, and The Walking Dead Season 1 on Xbox 360 is the 16th of October to the 31st of October. There was a lot of numbers in that. There is, yeah, a lot of numbers in that. (laughs) See, Um, why why did he need to make that difficult? Why can't it just be for October, you're getting Tomb Raider, Valiant Hearts and Walking Dead? Well, that's one thing that, that... the PlayStation to it is just for the month. I don't yeah. understand why it's going from September to November. <laughs> That's technically two game, two months worth of games. I mean, do they try to fudge these figures? Well, it just seems like one game on each platform is is in the half of the month, for a month. Seems a strange way of doing it as, as well. You know, why are you waiting? Why don't you just give them? We've discussed this before. Why don't you just give everyone the games at the same time and let them pick what they want at yeah. that time? Stupid Microsoft. That said, those are pretty good games. Um, yeah, well, it's obviously Tomb Raider's there because of because the of the exclusive. rise of the Tomb Raider. Yep, um, it's a good game. Uh, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition does make me terribly motion sick. That's right, so it does. Yeah, it's got that kind of wobbly camera. Um, Valiant Hearts is a good game. It's, al- okay. it's already been on PS Plus, mm-hmm. uh, and The Walking Dead Season One. I actually started playing that game last night. I was going to say, I saw you playing it. Yeah, um, I'm on episode four of it. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Telltale make good games. Um, their engines aren't always very good. No, um, no. Uh, apparently, for instance, on the Vita, and sometimes in the PS3, the game doesn't run very well. It seems to work perfectly well on PS4, though. Mm-hmm. I um, had it for uh, 360, and it was fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah pretty good games. Quite old games, though. The Walking Dead's been about for quite a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, and Tomb Raider Definitive Editions, now, you know... Been on a while, almost, yeah, you know, yeah. itself. Um, Valiant Hearts are very good. Um, Ground Zeroes, again, not not bad. Um, again, I good timing for it. I think it. if you got it free, you'd be quite pleased. Again, that's already been on PS Plus, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, just a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and The Walking Dead again. So, so I mean, technically that's four games that you're getting because you're getting The Walking Dead for both both platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a pretty strong set. I mean, those are mostly... Are kind of inverted commas AAA games, I suppose, which yeah, is the kind of yeah. thing that certainly some people say about PS Plus that you're not always getting. So I mean, they're, they're pretty decent games. They are quite old, but you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're they're good. Uh, okay, so moving on to PS Plus games for October, and we have oh a big game that I'm kind of looking forward to, Super Meat Boy, mm, yes. which is coming to PS4 and PS Vita. I don't know if you've ever seen um, Video Games the Movie, the documentary. No. It's good. They were talking about the boy Phil Fish who made Fez and all that. He's in it. There's a couple of other guys. And one of the other guys, who I forget his name right now, he is developing Super Meat Boy at the time. It's a super hard um, platform game mm. where you play this little this little bloody meat. bit of meat yes. who uh, <laughs> jumps his way through various meat grinders and stuff. That game's apparently brilliant. I, I played it very briefly on the 360. I don't know if I got it just before I changed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't play very much of it. What has... Uh, that it's unbelievably difficult. Uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to giving that a go. And that's coming for the PS4 and the PS Vita, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, I see also Broken Age is coming out. Mm. Now, I'm quite intrigued by this, because this looks like a bit of a point-and-click adventure yeah. kind of throwback to... By the same guy that did Grim Fandango. Oh, so it's Tim Schafer. That's the one. Oh, of course it's Tim Schafer. Exactly. Yeah. I wish I'd done my research. Yeah, so this is, you know... Wait, 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 wait. You do research? <laughs> no, well, we've just found out I don't. I wish <laughs> I had. Right. Good, good. I, I wish I did research. Um, yeah, Broken Age, of course, Tim Schafer. So we know what we're going to get. We're going to get some humour, some comedy, kind of... Yeah, it looks really interesting. I'm, I'm quite excited by this game. I'm sure the performers are people of known 
castings as well. As we discussed, I didn't do any research. So unless you know them, we're in the Jennifer Hale rings a bell. Jennifer Hale. And the chap, I can't remember. I'll look it up as you talk. Oh, okay, you do that. So Broken Age is coming. Again, this is going to be PS4 and PS Vita, so that's great. Um, I'm hoping there's probably there's cross-save functionality as well. I'm oh, sure, I'm sure there will be. But it'd be great to, say, play some on your PS4, then maybe take, a bit, take, it away, take your Vita away for a bit. You could play some on that. That'd be pretty good. Uh, we also have um, Unmechanical Extended Edition. That'd be quite an interesting game. That's for PS4 and PS3. Mm-hmm. We then have on PS3, we have Chariot. Don't know anything about Chariot, actually. I missed no. that one. Um, and on the PS3 and PS Vita, we have Kick Beat. And PS3, PS Vita, we have Kung Fu Rabbit. Wow. Quite interesting. Um, certainly, I mean, I've got to be honest, I'm not sure about the, the others, but uh, Super Meat Boy and Broken Age, look, they look worth the subscription alone. I'm, I'm certainly very excited about them too. Um, if anyone out there knows anything about the other games, uh, give us a shout, let us know. I'll certainly give them all a go and um, we can get some verdicts on them next time. But I mean, I still think that's fairly decent value for PS Plus, um, especially if you, yeah. are, if you are lucky like us to have... Well, you've got the Vita and the PS4. I'm, I'm a spoiled brat, obviously. I've got the PS3 as well, so I'm getting all six of those games potentially. Yeah, you've got um, them all, yeah. Well, that's great yeah. if you've got the Vita. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you're getting f- four games then, aren't you? Yeah. Well, five, actually. You're getting five. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the, the value's great. And, and you know, it's nice to see that they aren't, you know, people are all saying that maybe Sony are um, ignoring the Vita a bit or just kind of... Letting it go. Letting it go a bit. Mm. But, you know, at least it's still getting... Yeah. You're still getting games. You're not, yeah. you're not getting many exclusives just the Vita anymore, but, but it's still getting games. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's there. And what more do you want in a wee handheld than just wee games you can play? Well, you know, I, I've played some of these kind of big games, you know, Killzone Mercenary, it was out fairly recently, I tried that. It's pretty good. I mean, I just don't know how well it works on the handheld. Mm-hmm. I've played a wee bit of Uncharted Golden Abyss, it's pretty good. Um, but I quite like the spectacle of a big screen for an Uncharted yeah. game. yeah. Um, I played the Swapper on Vita. Yeah, and that did, was great. Yeah. That was perfect for it. I think Rogue Legacy is great on the Vita as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, Hotline Miami. Oh yeah, very yeah, good like on the yeah. on the Vita as well. Especially with the touch screen, it works very well on that. Yeah. Um, the cast of Broken Age. Uh huh. Just to let you know, oh. is Jennifer Hale, mm-hmm. Masasa Moyo. Oh okay. Elijah Wood. Oh okay. Is the main. I've and, heard of him. Uh, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. <laughs> Who <laughs> was, of course, Wesley Crusher? Wesley, I couldn't remember it there. <laughs> like any Big Bang theories out there? We're the Wesley Crushers. <laughs> Gosh, that's a, another one for you. Yeah, that, that was geek tastic. That, that was absolutely. That, I just covered it all geek. Yep, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, one other thing to let folk know: uh, I see that the Drive Club PS Plus edition. Which was long overdue. It wasn't half. Is actually not going to be with us for much longer. Um, it's going to be removed from PlayStation Plus soon. So if you are out there, you are a PlayStation Plus member and have not yet get got Drive Club, download it. Yep. Download it. I'm not sure if adding it to your library will suffice. Um, it should do. I imagine, but make sure to download that PS Plus version before it goes, um, because the game's worth it. it is a good game, I, I would yeah. say. I mean, you might not be the biggest racing f- fan in the world, but I'm not a huge racing games fan, and I really like Drive Club. Yeah. I think I think the social stuff's great. It looks wonderful, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's quite good fun. And you know what? It's you know, 
you're getting it. You are getting it for free. Yeah, and okay. if, if if you're just looking to scratch that racing yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty much getting it for free. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> if, you, if you're looking to scratch that racing car itch, that's quite good because you know you only get. I don't even remember what it is. Something like ten tracks or something, isn't it? The free version. Paul, don't you ever interrupt my material. I'm so sorry. I'm something so as bland sorry. as that again. I'm even tempted to stop and do it again. <laughs> no, <don't be> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what you I get. I think you have one location and a set number of tracks. Um, so but it's, it's good if you just want to play a couple of rounds. You know what I, mean? I would say so. Cool. Oh, quickly, just before we go into our important thing. Also, anyone who hasn't noticed yet, there is a demo of... The Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Indeed there is. On the PlayStation Store at the moment. It's free to download. It is one of the most spectacular moments from the Uncharted games so far. Anyone who's played them will probably be able to guess which part it is. Mm -hmm. I replayed it the other day. It looks very shiny. um, Plays very well. There seems to be a few tweaks to the gunplay and stuff. Um... I'm quite excited about that. So anyone out there who hasn't, or is maybe a wee bit, hasn't played them at all, or is maybe um, curious about whether or not to to see about getting the Uncharted Collection when it comes out, you can download that demo for free and uh, and see what you think. Have you had a shot yet? I've not. No. No. I've got so much to play. You should have a shot. It won't take you long. Oh. It's 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 a brief wee taster, but it's right. it will give you a nice feel of what Uncharted is. Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll do it if the listeners do it. Okay, well, you heard them. You heard them, folks. <laughs> so, Colin Little, if you've been following us on uh, Facebook or Twitter, you'll know... And haven't muted us already. <laughs> you'll know that Colin Little has managed to do something that I quite possibly might never forgive him for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we might die to next week. Why um, don't you tell us about it, Colin? Right, well... well should I uh, should I give some context of what happened, or should I just yeah. get straight into it? No, I, th- I think uh, we all like a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what we're we running at just now? Have we got time for this? <laughs> so I was on Twitter the other uh, the other day and and spotted uh, one of the pe- people I follow, Mister Tom Freeman, an actor, um, is uh, was tweeting about this uh, charity games event he was doing mm-hmm. and i thought well that's a great thing Some, that's, what an idea sounds ideal i'll i'll um I'll, I'll maybe mention a wee bit about it in the next podcast but no no mr freeman then challenged us and said why don't you join in and we're like oh uh, how long have we got two weeks right uh yes well why not well we'll do a 24 hour games marathon that'll be fine so then i started to do a little bit of research we have discussed how little research i do <laughs> Never has this point I been. Should have known. Never has this point been more beautifully illustrated than it's about to. So it turns out that Mr. Freeman, who was the founder of this incredible thing called Sick Kids Save Point, this is number six. Um, this year has been challenged to do twenty-four hours of movement games. Now, what I didn't realise was that this was a rather specific challenge made to Mr. Freeman, who is the founder of this, who is looking for some way to be kind of newly challenged in this event. I just assumed that was the challenge, so I I set up our account, I set up everything, and just decided that we were also going to do 24 hours of movement games continuously. 24 hours. It's a whole day. Well, I'm going to tell you, I never have I seen as much swearing as uh, when <laughs> Mr. Kaczynski realised that uh, my uh, slight fox pass... <laughs> 
<laughs> my slight error and that actually we could have had you know 24 hours of playing like Metal Gear Solid or something like that or I was all set up for 24 hours of FIFA 24 hours lying. of FIFA but no <laughs> no flew by no no it's going to be 24 hours of Wii Sports Sports Champions on the Move Light Gun Games Rock Band Dance Games the Your whole Sonic. lot Sonic and Mario Sonic at the Olympics it is going to be I mean, I mean do you know when I first said it, I thought this will be fun. This will be good fun, but I'm now starting to realise exactly how hard this is going to be. Like this yeah. is actually going to be very physically demanding. Yeah, I like how you always keep coming back to the, like the, the kind of sixteen hours in mark when everyone's went home and well, there's nobody with us. There is that you know we're going to have folk coming around and we're going to be streaming online and we're going to be recording excerpts for for the next podcast when we do this, um, <laughs> but. Um, you know, there is going to be that moment around about 12 o'clock, something like that, 1 o'clock. We're starting at 1, 1 p.m. in the afternoon, I hasten to add. So there'll be that period when we've done maybe 12, 13, 14 hours. And everyone else will be well and truly bored of it by that point, And they'll be home. They'll have left or have gone to bed. And me and Paul will be aware of the fact that we've got the whole long night <laughs> with just the pair of us and our inane banter. Oh, my and hours and hours of gaming to go just to get to dawn uh, for the light to come back up for the hope that people will arouse from their slumber and come and see us again so, so we'll have some form of human contact bring us bacon rolls and then and then we'll have another four or five six hours to go <laughs> do you know what's horrible though is we'll finish it and then we'll probably go home and just, like, play, just, play another just, game oh I don't know I, I think I might be done with games after this to be honest <laughs> Uh, but listen, you know this is going to be a difficult challenge. I think I think we have, um, we are going to be pushing ourselves quite a bit here. Yeah. But I want to do a wee bit about the event. So so Tom Freeman set this up. Um, uh, this this is number six. So this will be the sixth year, and, and he has set it up. Uh, and basically, what it does is it raises money for the Edinburgh Sick Kids Hospital. Mm-hmm. Since the first event, uh, the the guys and girls who have been taking part in this have raised up, um, cumulatively, they've raised £71,000 for the hospital, which is an incredible mm-hmm. achievement. Um, and uh, and we're, we're hoping to do our, our little bit as well. So we have our Just Giving website. You can find us there if you go into the Just Giving uh, website. You can search for us. We are the Nearly Men and we're taking part in Sick, sick Kids Safe Point 6. So if you guys would like to at all give us a wee donation to keep us going then that would be absolutely brilliant and if all the money raised uh, and of course gift aid as well is all going yep. entirely to the hospital for the kids which is uh, which is just a brilliant thing to be involved in so we're hoping we can raise whatever we can yeah. so please find us there you'll also be able to find links on our facebook and uh, on on our twitter as well and um, we will be streaming live mm-hmm whether we'll be streaming the full 24 hours i'm not sure because we're logistically looking into how we're going to get it all done but there yeah. will be there will be streaming to to the youtube channel and um, we'll have all the links on the day there'll be plenty of photos and things going up as well and um, please do as well get in contact with yeah. us during the marathon keep us sane keep us going if you're on youtube send us um send us some comments let us know what you think um obviously on twitter facebook uh, up to date and you can by all means we can even have um, some wee activities and stuff you yeah. can ask us questions we might be able to join, a request. join in with stuff like that maybe you could suggest some stuff yeah. we're, we're going to be playing uh, we've got the Wii we're going to be playing the Xbox the Kinect we're going to be playing uh, the PlayStation Move 
We've also got Rock Band. We're going to be playing Rock Band on your newly purchased second hand drums. <laughs> we'll be playing Rock Band as well. Um, and we're going to start, as I said, on Saturday the 10th of October at 1pm. We will start. And from then on until 1pm on the Sunday, myself and Paul will be playing continuously. Um, obviously, there will be moments of, of break where we'll be changing discs or, or what have you and obviously answering the call of nature but there will always be one nearly man playing yep and the other one will be about to play um have you have you got a dance game for us yet i have managed to purchase just dance too thank goodness because i love dancing yeah i'm all about the dancing oh i can't wait for that i literally can't think of much worse to be honest <laughs> than dancing streaming live onto youtube oh i hope they give points for dad dancing Oh, thank goodness if they do. No, that's that. Um, but it's no, a great, you're right, it is a great, great idea. And, you know, whenever I speak to people, they kind of they kind of laugh at me and say, oh, that must be hard playing games for 24 hours. But this will be hard. I think adding the movement thing into it is, you know, it's not it's not your type of games. So it's... Uh, well, I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I really hate them, which is the problem. Um, and, 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 you know, you know, think about it, right? You, when, remember that Christmas that everyone went wee crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and everyone and everyone's granny and everyone were playing the the wee and the next day everyone's arms were quite sore yeah that was only maybe a few hours at a time oh if that I mean 24 hours of drums oh. and the guitar and the light gun and the wee sports and it's going to hurt so much well I think even if you just say imagine standing for 24 hours well that's it and to be honest, I don't think we will be sitting. I think we'll be standing no, we are pretty much the whole time. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to get a few games of Mario Kart, and we will be using the wheel for that. So there will the still wheel. be the wheel, the wheel, wheel, wheel with cool whip. <laughs> yes, we'll be using the wheel. Um, <laughs> why are you pronouncing the H? Um, we'll be using that. So that I think that still counts as driving. I think we need to stand up for it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's I, fine. I, th- I think that that has to be the key. Standing. We have to be oh, on our feet. going to be sore legs. Yeah. Sore legs. Well, the good thing is we can move. But it's not like we're rigid. I tell you, at 18 hours, I'm not challenge you to move at all. <laughs> um, I, I, really, I really do hope people tune in at four o'clock in the morning to see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I, I'd love to be a viewer looking in. I these. still think that somebody's just going to tune in about that time in the morning. And it's just going to be a flickering light. The room will be bathed in blood. There'll just be one of us left. <laughs> Just one of his left, just twitching, <laughs> staring right down the camera lens. Oh dear, oh dear, dear, dear. Um, but no, no, it, it's a great cause. It will be a great challenge. And a, a shout yeah. out also to Tom and Ross, um, who I think are also doing the exact same challenge. I know Tom mm. certainly is. I think Ross might be doing that as well. 24 hours. I mean, you know, if you guys can give anything at all, um, please do give to us. But obviously, uh, a shout out for Tom Freeman as well. You can yeah. find him on Twitter. He's got his one as well. And make sure you're following all these guys. You know, we've got Tom, we've got Ross. I think he's at Wee Goblin. Mm-hmm. Tom, I think, is Tom Freeman. Or is he Tom W. Freeman? I should have checked that. Uh, you will be able to find research, Tom. You'll research. be able to find <laughs> Listen, we've discussed this, okay? I didn't do any research. They were doing 24 hours of move he games. He just turns up. He just turns up, sits down puts the headphones on and then just, and just it. talks for That's an hour and a half. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> to my poor listeners' ears. Um, and of course you can find Sick Kids uh, Hospital there at Eden Sick Kids, I, I believe. Right. And uh, and also the yeah. event itself is at SK Safe Point. 
So please do give everyone here a follow, give them the favourites, make yeah. sure to share all this stuff. If you can, throw some shekels their way, please do yeah, as well. Yeah, whether it's a pound or a £100. That's it, exactly. And and I hasten to add to folk out there who are maybe considering donating to the Nearly Men's Cause, we're not expecting huge amounts of money from folk. Anything you can give at all is hugely yep greatly received i mean we would be delighted with anything we've we've got a target of 200 quid we're not not too far away from that we'd, we'd like to get past that if we could yeah that'd be great but um you know anything you guys can give would be amazing and and you know if you can't afford to give please do share and retweet the the statuses just help us spread the word about the event and, and about that and, and make sure to tune in to the YouTube channel yeah. and uh, and give yourselves a good laugh on on Saturday the the evening of Saturday the tenth of October until uh, Sunday the t- the eleventh one pm to one pm one pm to one pm to watch some very sweaty nearly oh, men gosh. on the cusp of death. <laughs> I hope they've got room at the hospital for us afterwards. I tell you. Sadly, we are no longer kids. No, no. We may act like it. Especially with 24 hours of gaming. Yep. But uh, no, no, I think it'll be the geriatric ward for us, especially after that. I think so. Excellent. Yes. I can't wait for that. I'm really looking forward to it. Actually, logistically, there's a lot to organise this Mm. week, um, which we're we're scrabbling around to do. um, And we are bombarding all our social media sites, so people will be bored of the site but you know what if you're feeling a bit guilty because you've seen it just donate and then you can just then you don't have to worry about it then you go I've donated it's fine but if you're feeling guilty it's because you haven't donated yet innit it was Colin Little threatening you (laughs) threatening you (laughs) that that was pretty much extortion wasn't it pretty much more or less oh well oh well you know what you get when you come to the nearly men So last time we said that we were going to be talking about our top three video games characters and believe it or not Colin Little went away and did a bit of research <laughs> and I think, I think he woke up this morning and went oh my three characters are blah, blah, blah. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> you, uh, you reminded me about it this morning and I went oh no. See that's not a bad thing because that's obviously instinctive. Instinctively you pick these three people. Yeah, there was a few that I would have liked to put on the list, but I, I chose these guys for it. Well, we'll explain soon. Yeah. Um, but I want you to be a wee bit different. You know, these aren't necessarily my most favourite characters. I mean, I'm sure if I thought really hard, I could maybe find some more. But these three came to me, mm-hmm. and there are very important reasons why I picked them. Yeah. And likewise, I, I, I just picked ones that mean something to me rather yep. than looking for best performances or anything. Mm-hmm. Although there is that as well. But. Yeah. Shall we go through them then? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to do one and one? Aye, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start with you then. Okay, so, uh, well, the first one I have went for, and this is a bit of a throwback, I wonder if folk, how many folk out here will know this one. Um, this is the the protagonist, the, the, the main character from Little Big Adventure, and Little Big Adventure 2, and I think Little Big Adventure 3 as well, but I never oh. played that one. Um, not to be confused with Little Big Planet, I hasten to add. This was, as I did. <laughs> is the, the, <laughs> yes. Do you nearly get me sack boy? Uh, that's, that's what it was. No, 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 no. Little Big Adventure, um, which was this kind of like, adv- uh, well, an adventure game. It was kind of isometric and kind of bright colours set on this kind of weird planet. Um, it was great. And, and the, the main character was a guy called Twinson, mm. who was a Ketch, I think he was called, which was a Q-U-E-T-C-H. That was the kind of character or the kind of... Um, uh, species that he was and what would happen as it went on is Twinson would become the kind of chosen one and he could develop these kind of like fire these kind of like balls of light and he got a sword this ancient mm-hmm. sword that was from his ancestors they were great games and I just 
I just remember particularly Little Big Planet one and especially the second one, just adoring them uh, on the PC and just thinking these games were absolutely wonderful. And I remember when Little Big Planet two came out, it was quite a big graphical jump from the first one. Um, I mean, this was still it was still sort of two D worlds, mm-hmm. um, although they were isometric, so they sort of looked three D, sure. a bit like kind of early Baldur's Gate sort of things. Um, but your characters were three D, you know, Twinson was three D. Um, and they were great. They were absolutely brilliant games. They were quite quite difficult puzzles in them at points, right. and um, some really good kind of you know this sort of dystopian society where the you know the, this kind of evil empire were in charge, and and Twinson was was subjugate, subjugated, and uh, was was became a kind of the kind of hero. So yeah, when when I started thinking about characters that meant a lot to me, I thought especially because I went through two games as them. Right. Yeah. In quite an important time, and it was one of the first ones that I thought, yeah, I really liked him. Right. Yeah, so Twinson um, from Little Big Adventure, and uh, you know, uh, if anyone is familiar with that, please do get in touch and let us know your your memories of of those games. And if not, have a wee look back and see what you think yourselves about about Little Big Adventure. Let's give them a wee memory of them. Oh, let's do it. Hello, I'm Twinson, the hero of this adventure. Can you see me up in the box up there with my girlfriend Zoe? That's my trusty friend Dinofly on the right, and that's a portrait of Sendel, our benevolent goddess who breathes life into everything. So, Twinson? Yeah, I'll always remember him as the guy who deafened me. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit loud. That was wasn't a bit it? loud to the old earphones. He sounds lovely. Yeah, he's very nice. He's very, lovely. very approachable character until he's firing fireballs at you and skeleton you with sword. Oh, I see. Yeah. Is he your favourite, would you say? Is he number one or is he number three? No, um, I know it, well, in this I, list. I don't think I really no, properly... I, I think on this list, he's probably most likeable, but but the other two probably stuck with me longer. Right, okay, okay. So I, I don't. I, I haven't really put a number. I, I think it would be hard to okay. pick the best out of that. What about you, though, Paul? Would you like to give us one of yours? Well, amazingly, uh, one of mine sounds exactly like Twinson. Hmm. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? A woodchuck could chuck no amount of wood since a woodchuck can't chuck wood. But if a woodchuck could chuck and woodchuck some amount of wood, what amount of wood would a woodchuck chuck? Even if a woodchuck could chuck wood, and even if a woodchuck would chuck wood, should a woodchuck chuck wood? A woodchuck should chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood, as long as a woodchuck would chuck wood. Oh, shut up. <laughs> of course, it's the eponymous anti-hero from Manhunt. Yeah, that's who it is. That, that rock star game, the controversial one where you could kill people with a plastic no, bag. No, 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 Colin, no. Oh, it's not, it's no, not him. No, no. Oh, right. It's, of course, Guybrush Threepwood Yay! from the Monkey Island series. I, 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 I remember playing Monkey Island on the PC. My brother had it, and I remember playing it, and it was a whole new world to me. Because before then... Adventures to me were pretty much the the Hobbit on Spectrum, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> which was look east, things like that, look, open the box. That's right, the kind of text based adventures yeah, and all that sort yeah. of stuff. I, I do remember playing the Indiana Jones ones, things like that, but they never quite grabbed me until the Fate of Atlantis was very good. Yeah, but the Monkey Island had a whole world and it was very funny, very uh, funny, and I, I hadn't experienced that before. Um, and of course, even further with the the second one and things, it just got funnier and funnier. And then when the voices came in, it was great. I loved the Curse of Monkey Island. I know that folk felt that that one wasn't as good as the first two, and probably isn't 
as good. It's probably a bit more easy, but it had the kind of the, the graphics and the bit where you're shooting the cannon at the ships and all that. Right, yeah. Just um, they were great, and he he was hilarious. He was he was close to being on my list as well, to yep. be honest. But um, I already knew because we'd had some folks sending in, and I knew he was on other people's lists, and I was a bit like, I'll I'll leave him off mine. But I'm delighted he's there. Oh, he had to be there for me. I think. I think as, as, as a character, he really, you know, <clears throat> as he's, the the chap's performance. I don't don't know his name. That's I'm terrible. Sure, I should actually. have looked that up. But um, the chap's performance of it's great. It's he's hilarious. Really fun. He's All hilarious. the characters were fun in it, but um, he really held the series together. I think. Just brilliant. Yes, delighted to hear about that. Yes, Guybrush is uh, an absolute cracker. So yes. Who's your next one? My next one, right, I'm going to go for Tekken. I'm going to go uh, for the original Tekken. And uh, it came from a time when I was uh, also a big martial arts fan, particularly mm-hmm. a big fan of Bruce Lee. And, uh, well, it'll be no surprise to anyone that knows the original Tekken to know that my favourite character was Martial Law. Martial Law the fighting chef. After his restaurant failed, Law tried to revive his career in the previous tournament. He failed at that too. Faced with his son's mountain of medical bills, Law prepares to enter the King of Iron Fist Tournament 5. You win. Colin just did a wonderful... uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dub, dubbed performance of that, of, of that <laughs> yes throwback to my to my uh my kung fu movies of the past beautiful beautiful this is why we should be live streaming as we podcast we'll need you that was a gem that was missed that was yeah just for you just for me it was it was just for me yeah i loved martial law and the interesting thing about, about him with a character was um with, with fighting games these are characters you stick with it's a bit like in FIFA, you often stick with the same team. Mm-hmm. I think quite often when you know when you get the new fighting game, you kind of know you remember the moves of a certain guy. Uh, right. So you're like, I'll go with martial law, and I just always loved them. And there was there was the great kind of you could do uh, was it X circle X would do this kind of half kick, and there was the bicycle kick. He would and he would run up the guy and do a kind of overhead kick. Yeah, he was great. I absolutely loved martial law, um, and of course he was. I mean, the main reason I liked him was because he was basically Bruce Lee. He was essentially. Right, okay. He looked like Bruce Lee. He did Bruce Lee's moves. He jumped about like Bruce Lee. I, I really don't know if they paid any sort of compensation <laughs> for basically using the poor, the great man's legacy. But um, but I always liked martial law, and 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 he kind of stuck with me quite a lot. Whenever I think of Tekken, I think of martial law. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I thought about him. Yeah, my memory of Tekken is just non-stop. You know, we're talking about twenty-four hour gaming marathons, but Tekken used to just last all night. You just pass the controller. Winner stays on. Kind of Such thing. a good That's game. My as memory well. of it. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, so who's next for you, Paul? This guy. I rode in gang. We robbed trains, banks, held people ransom. We killed people we didn't like. Bill Williamson was in that gang. Dutch always said you were an arrogant son of a... Man, it is time to start tearing this place apart and find out where he's cowering. If I don't capture my former brother in arms... Great harm will befall my family. I thought you were supposed to protect us, Marshal. John Marston. I love John Marston, so I do. Oh, so good. I mean, I'm not going to spend long on it because we just spend our time talking about Red Dead, which does need a sequel, by the way. I, I believe that it is. I it's believe it's getting. It. I think they're keeping so quiet. But um, I heard Colin Moriarty talking again recently, and he's oh. he's insistent. 
he's ad- absolutely adamant that they've got one in they development. Must, they must, must have. They must. It's a brilliant game. And it's so good. The storytelling of it's so good. I doubt John Marston will be back though. Well, I don't think so. I, don't I mean, we so. don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is there is scope for it. I just loved him. He was brilliant. Yeah. A proper anti-hero. Yeah. A real kind of Clint Eastwood, but not Clint Eastwood. If you know yeah. what I mean? It was lovely. And of course, as we've discussed before, with, with uh, open world games, because they are so huge, you spend a lot of time with that character. And if somebody's annoying, yeah, it can make a real problem. But you really stuck. And it, it makes um, the ending more of a gut punch. I yeah, think. yeah. I don't want to, you know, not spoil it. I mean, there is, you know, this, well, it's an old game now. Well, if you've not played it now. If you've not played it now, then serves you right. Cut but... your house and <laughs> do something. It was just solid. Again, like, like, Guybrush, he just kind of held the, the story together. Yeah. A good leading yeah. man. Brilliant. Okay, so my last one. Can I play this first? Oh, yeah. See if people can guess. Round two. Fight! Now, I'm not the biggest player of that game. But would you be able to guess what it was? I would never guess who that was. That theme tune is quite distinctive. I oh think. right, I would, well I'd say so. It's certainly theme? a level phase. I'm not sure if it has, but it, you know, um, and the sound effects fairly. Well, that's clear. what I thought. I thought, but again, so our folk out there, anyone out there, get any guess? Uh, I'll give you listeners out there a couple of seconds to have a wee, a wee guess and take because I'm about to announce it is Blanca. Blanca from Street Fighter Two Turbo, uh, and Blanca was really cool because there was this kind of like backstory where he was a, a boy. I think I think he was a young Brazilian boy, and I think there was like a plane crash, and he fell into water and was um, attacked by electric eels, oh. and that's what mutated him into this green and orange beast, right, yes. Blanca that could use electricity, um, and and much like martial law. And the reason why I've I've gone with two characters from fighting games is because. You know, that character stuck stuck with me. You know, my pal, he always went Dalsium. The the Indian guy with the yoga that could stretch. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I know guys that used to go E-Honda or Zangief or M-Bison. I always went Blanca. Uh, and part of that was because it was a bit of a cheat. And Blanca had this brilliant move where he could just, I think it was just on the SNES, you would just mash the Y button, the yellow one, just mash that, <laughs> which is basically like the square button nowadays. And, um, and, and he would just glow with this electric energy and basically nobody could do nothing about it like uh, you would punch him you'd get electrocuted you jump on him you'd get electrocuted the only way you could stop him was to do this kind of like sliding kick thing right. which actually wasn't the easiest thing to do and it was the only thing you could do to stop Blanca when he did that um, so it was a bit of a cheat's weapon and it was one of the only moves I could do the other thing I could do is jump on top and bite you in the face I just I just thought he was magic <laughs> was, it, was he the cheat's character though? Well, there was a few characters like that in uh, Street Fighter. E Honda was like that as well. I think with the Y button and that, you could do his kind of thousand face slap thing. Uh, to drive a bike, which was brilliant. No, 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 he did not. <laughs> he was very good at smashing up the car, though. There was these kind of like levels where you could smash up cars and stuff, and you got extra points for doing that. Right. E Honda was good at that level. But um, who was the guy that went Hadouken? That's uh, Hadouken is Ryu, and Ken can also do it. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Blanca. I'd say Blanca. Excellent. Uh, and for your final character, I've character, che- I've cheated. You cheated. If I I can pick one, if I have no, to. No, 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 um, no. I think you're fair dues this time. I don't. I, I don't. People grudge you. I, again, it's another one we spoke hunters about, so I'm not going to spend ages on it. But um, oh, sh- I, shall we play the piece? Okay, I will. But I have lost people too. You have no idea what loss is. Everyone I have cared for has either died 
or left me. Everyone except for you. So don't tell me that I would be safer with someone else because the truth is I would just be more scared. So I went for Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I think it's quite a weighty piece to play after Blanca, I have to say. I would say so. <laughs> but um, it's... As we've discussed, the storytelling of The Last of Us is brilliant. I, I mean... Unbelievable. And the voice acting's incredible It could well. be the best. Uh, yeah, when I was trying to pick a piece out of this, I, I, had, I had to go through bits that were a bit too spoilery. Yep. Um, and it reminded me how good the performances are in it and how, I mean, the music is beautiful. In oh, it. it's a great game. Uh, and that was a really good example of the music as well. And it's just, the storytelling of it's brilliant and I think it, it, it relies so much on you investing your time in these two characters. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And just a wee thing as well, there was a, a bit of a leak the other day. Yes, indeed there I'm was. I'm not sure, was it Neil Druckmann or was it was it um, Troy Baker? But somebody, Neil Druckmann, yeah. Neil, somebody came out and referred to The Last of Us as the first Last of Us, uh, which is the closest we've come so far mm-hmm. to definitely letting us know that The Last of Us 2 is coming. Mm-hmm. Is coming at some point, and I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. I don't think it'll be Joel and Ellie, though. I think it'll be somebody else. You think? Probably. Mm, I don't know if it'll maybe be Dubin Marlene and the Fireflies, or whether it'll be completely separate. Yeah, we could be prequeling or anything. Yeah, but um, a wonderful game. And if you haven't experienced it yet, actually, I believe at the moment, uh, as part of the kind of anniversary sale on the PlayStation Store, I think the Last of Us Definitive Edition is fourteen ninety nine on the mm. PlayStation Store. I, I tell you, it is absolutely worth every penny if yeah. you've not played it. And even if you have played it um, on, say, the PS3, it's worth going back to. It's brilliant. That is very, very good. Yeah. Very, very good. So, yeah, so that that's our top three. Um, we did get quite a good response from everyone. We certainly uh, did. Given uh, the the top three. Um, I'll, I'll give, just give you a rundown of who got in touch. We've yeah. G. Rainey yep. got in touch. Uh, the three he picked was GLaDOS from Portal. Brilliant. I'm glad this is brilliant. Hilarious. Really good. Absolutely really good. brilliant. I kept making the fat jokes in Portal 2. Yes. <laughs> Very funny. The cake is a lie. Yep. Kefka from Final Fantasy. Yep. I don't know which Final Fantasy. I'm it, not it's... sure. It might be Final Fantasy 6 maybe. We had I don't a know. lot of Final Fantasy characters. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I'm, I, the only fantasy, Final Fantasy I know at all is Final Fantasy 7 and I don't recognise the name from there. It uh, doesn't mean that they're not in it, though. Yeah, that's true. I couldn't be sure. You've hit us at our Achilles heel. We're not so good with him. <laughs> Research. Minsk and Boo from Baldur's Gate is Bal- Jay's last Baldur's one. Baldur's Gate's a great game. I've not played Baldur's Gate, and I, I had to look up who Minsk was, and Minsk and Boo, I thought, well, there must be some sort of double act. And I was looking at a picture of Minsk, and I was going, I can't find any pictures of Boo. And then I realised Boo is a small hamster. Ah, <laughs> well, there you go. There you <laughs> and go. And he's holding them in every picture. Brilliant. So there you are. Oh, well, Minsk and Boo. Uh, Jason Park got in touch Now Jason Park challenged me Because he said You won't know my favourite character Okay And he was right Right His favourite character is Neku Sakuraba From World Ends With You I don't even know the game No Completely I'm assuming this is some form of uh, JRPG or something Um, Could be I don't know 
But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe Jason <coughs> could get in touch and let us know a wee bit more about Neku Sukuraba. Sukuraba? Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. There we are. Um, uh, he also went for Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Mm-hmm. And the Vault Dweller from Fallout 3. Ah, yes. Fallout 3 is a great game. Yeah. Brilliant. And also Mario, the Master of All Trades. Ah. He's not another one in. Sneaky. Sneaky. But we do like Mario. Mario, there's another couple of Mario's out there. I see Richard Gray has yes. been in touch. He has given us yet again. We've got John Marsden from Red Dead. John Marsden. We've got Gladys from Portal. And we've got We Armadillo Guy from Rocket Knight Adventures. I couldn't find his name. No. That, that was all I got. <laughs> we Armadillo Guy from Rocket Knight Adventures. I don't know Rocket Knight Adventures either. Don't know it at all. So that'd be quite interesting. I'm going to have we read into that and find out about him and also about Neku Sakar. Yeah, that one as well. <laughs> what he said. Alistair Green got in touch. Yep. Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid series. Yep. Uh, well, particularly from Metal Gear Solid, the first the one. The first one. I think Solid Snake's also in Guns of the Patriots, Metal Gear Solid 2. I'm sure it's Solid and Peace Walker and all that as well, is it not? It might well be. Might well be. But he's and not to be confused with Big Boss. He's not Big Boss. He's Big Boss's son, is he not? Oh, he's a clone. Oh, see. A clone of Big Boss. See, we were talking about how thick the, the Metal Gear Solid the story lore is. is. And it's quite intriguing. But me coming from Xbox, hadn't played any when Ground Zeroes came out, so I just read all it all. To be honest, I've hardly played any of them. I'm, I'm currently playing Snake Eater on, oh, the, yes. uh, on the, the Vita at the moment, which is giving me a wee bit of a kind of... It's given me quite a lot of the backstory, actually, because kind of, it goes right back to 1964. Right. And I know um, uh, Phantom Pain set in the 80s, so so that's quite good. You know, Metal Gear Solid and, and the, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2 and Peace Walker, I think, all happened much later. They're Vietnamese time, aren't they? So it's quite good to, to have... Uh, have a, a wee look back Snake eater Snake eater Sounds a bit rude Well you actually You do actually eat snakes Oh you, well yeah, and if You get a trophy for eating a snake Because yeah, snake yeah. eater You actually Stop get hungry And need food Stop saying it You're not making it any better <laughs> <laughs> You child He also went for Korea If I'm pronouncing that right From Knights of the Old Republic 2 Yep I, Again a game I don't know a lot about um, But I do love my Star Wars Guybra Sleepwood Was his third choice Yep how much wood would would chuck chuck? I hasten to add that Alistair did get in touch with us right at the top. He was the first person to mention Guybrush. He was, yes. So a uh, special mention to him because when he did actually say that, I went, "Oh, Guybrush!" How, he, he beat me to it. Are you suggesting you forgot about Guybrush Sleepwood? I gave it kind of. I haven't played Metal. Gear. I haven't played Metal Gear. I haven't played <laughs> There's a game. <laughs> <laughs> Metal Gear Monkey Island. Rather than stealth, it's insults. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he had slipped my mind, Guybrush Threepwood. So, but that was great. I see Jamie Gillis has been in touch. He has mentioned Soap McTavish from Call of Duty Modern Warfare. You like him, don't you? I actually quite like Soap. I like the early Modern Warfare games. I just got bored of them eventually. Is Soap not the guy that Kevin McKidd voices? You could be right there. I think he is. Yeah, Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, Trevor from GTA 5. Yeah, I I hadn't thought of that. He's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, It just reminds me of James James Woods. I feel like like he kind of looks like James Woods and kind of sounds a bit like James Woods. the The actor who played him turned up in Breaking Bad. Uh, no, Better Call Saul. Oh, Better Call Saul, thank you. Yeah. Better, Better Call Saul. Um, I haven't seen that episode yet, but uh, apparently it's brilliant. Wonderful, because he just looks like Trevor. Supposedly he makes a joke in it. There's some sort of reference to carrying too many weapons. Yes, there is. Yeah. That's basically a GTA joke, which I think is marvellous as well. <laughs> but carrying an unwieldy amount of weapons or something like that. Yeah. 
And uh, Jamie's other character is Crash Bandicoot, a wee naughty dog favourite from back in the day. Ah, yes. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Jamie also did ask, can he include FIFA players? No. Uh, which does remind <laughs> me that Jay Rainey's had an alternative uh, top three, which was something like Henrik Larson from 2001 FIFA. <laughs> That's, right. That's right, yeah. He, he tried his luck with that as well. <laughs> Gary Hogg was in touch. Yep, these will be interesting. Gary Hogg likes his games. Uh, Claire Redfield from Resident Evil. Yep. Um, Squall Leonard from Final Fantasy VIII. I thought he was Lionheart. Squall Lionheart. Could be. It might have been a typo. A typo, yeah. Squall Lionheart. Yeah. Predictive He's text. He's the guy that had, Did he not have the gun blade? I think he had the The big, huge sword thing. Well, uh, Cloud Strife in, in Final Fantasy VII has a big sword. Which has got a name that I can't remember off the top of my head. Spiky hair and all that. Spiky blonde hair guy. So um, then Squall came out in the next one and he had kind of like spiky brown hair. They all have spiky hair in the (laughs) uh, Final Fantasy games. But he had a gun blade, which was again an enormous sword, but it was a gun as well. What else do you need? Yeah, well, that's that. Seemed a bit overkill, to be honest. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so that's Squall. I think it's Squall Lionheart. But but we'll see. Okay. And the other character is Yuri... Hayuja, Hayuja from Shadow Hearts. Again, I don't know that one at all. Yeah, well, I remember the game, but I, I didn't play it. Certainly, I know Gary does like his Japanese Japanese games, so... He does. Uh, yeah, quite an interesting one. I, I, Claire Redfield from Resident Evil was always good. I, I always went Chris, generally. Yeah, I think I went the guy, yeah. Chris. Um, so, Claire, Claire Redfield was Chris's sister, I think. So, that's not to be con- confused with, um, with uh, Jill. Valentine, who was in the first uh, Evil. Something does remind me this is the second one. Does, no, am I getting that wrong? Maybe because it was Leon. Leon was the guy. Oh. In, so maybe Claire Redfield was in the second one. Yeah, I think it's Resident Evil 2. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. I generally went Leon in that as well. I think he was Leon Kennedy. Very good. But I see that Resident Evil 2 is getting a remaster. It's coming to the PS4 at some point. And don't play it. Oh, be Scary great. games. It's a great game. Scary games, don't Brilliant. play it. Brilliant. Um, what have we got next? Oh, Peter Riley has been in touch. Yes. A uh, bit of a common um, theme here. We have Guybrush Threepwood. Yes. We have John Marsden from Red Dead. Yes. And the first mention of Geralt. Mm-hmm. Geralt the Grey from The Witcher. So Geralt he, of is, Rivia. Is he in all the Witchers? Yes. Yes. Yes, he is the main he character. He is the Witcher. He is the Witcher. <laughs> He's not the only Witcher. There are other Witchers, but he is. <laughs> there are other he is, Witchers. He is the titular Witcher um, <laughs> who is constantly in a... Love Triangle with Triss Merigold and Yennefer of Vingamar? Sometimes at the same time. Yennefer of Vingerbaum? Vingerbaum? Vingerberg? Vingerberg. That's the one. (laughs) Yes, well, I I believe he he does have a wee menage a trois, possibly as well, or he can have. Um, He's great, actually. He's got this very... The funny thing about the Witcher is that these Witchers, in the lore, they they take these potions, which basically, like, takes all the personality out of them as such, so they're all very monotone. They've got this gravelly voice. But but he's actually very very darkly humorous and quite biting at yeah. times. Um, great, now a great game. I'm really enjoying The Witcher Three. I need to get back into it. But um, but yeah, great great choice actually, yeah. Geralt. Nice to see Geralt of Rivia there. There are a few honourable mentions yep. from ourselves. Um, we had Bowser. Yep, always going in Mario Kart. Is he the cheats Mario Kart? No, not really. He's the big heavy he's guy. He's the blanker. It's just I'm not Mario very good. Kart. But the good thing about Bowser is you can just smash people out of the way. Fair play. Nah, I like Bowser. Nathan Drake, of course, is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I am newbie to Nathan Drake. You will soon fall in love with him, as everyone else has. We had uh, Kyle Katarn, was one of mine. Oh, yes, uh, from, from uh, Dark Forces. Yeah. Yeah, great. Brilliant. 
GLaDOS I'd mentioned as well. Um, Kane from Command and Conquer. Do you remember him? Ah, yes, I do. Brilliant. Right. Manny Calavera from Grim Fandango. Master Chief. Uh, He's got to get mentioned, surely. It's yeah, not my cup of tea, but surely. Yeah. Lara Croft. Yep. Changed gaming, I think. Gordon Freeman from Half-Life. Mm-hmm. Um... And uh, you you had a great one, which was the Siberian Special Forces guy from GoldenEye. Oh, everyone will remember him. He was great. Siberian Special Forces, yeah. <laughs> I dread to think. It's just one of the random guys you could go in the multiplayer. Oh, I, I just see. thought he was cool because he wore a gas mask. Excellent. He was cool as hell. Um, I do love Manny Calavera. Manny Calavera. It just makes me want to go, Hey, Manny! <laughs> hey, Manny! I'd still need to pick that up. I've missed it twice in the sales. Oh, it's great. That is great. It's unbelievably hard, oh. but very funny. Uh, there was also a couple of other mentions from guys who sent in. Uh, Alex Vance from Half-Life 2. Mm, I have never player. played Half-Life 2. <gasps> Loved Half-Life 1. I've missed Half-Life 2 because my two. PC couldn't run it. Uh, Half-Life 2 was better. Mm, so I hear. And Sam Fisher from Splinter Cell. Mm, I wasn't the biggest fan of Splinter Cell, although I know Sam Fisher kind of went through... The lot of the games, yeah, you know, yeah. a number of them. Have you played the Rainbow Six Beta? I've had a little tiny shot of yeah, it. I got killed very quick. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Um, I quite like how destructible the levels are. Yeah, yeah it's part of the tactics. Some of it? the textures aren't great at the moment, but I'm not sure if that's just beta Still stuff. Beta, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd imagine it's nearly. Finished. I will see. I would have thought so. Um, I quite like the idea of reinforcing things, although I, I think it looks a bit naff how they actually. Do it. Ah, it looks a bit improbable, doesn't it? Yeah, but um, it seems pretty good yeah. so far. Just wanted to tie that into. I'm hoping to get Tom another function. shot. It's still on, isn't it? I think we've got a couple hours left. October fourth, I think it finishes. Yeah, so that's today. So I might get a few hours in before. Oh, well, before I'm not sure if it's the American October fourth. In which case, we'll get a few extra. Hours. Oh, there you go. Let me check that. So thanks for all those. They're, they're great. Some yeah, great, brilliant. Great characters. It was, it was nice to walk down memory lane for quite a lot of them, I thought. I think we'll keep this going as well. So anyone out there who hasn't given us your characters, give us a, a list of characters or any thoughts that you have. Who um, have we missed? About that. Who have we, surely there's people we've missed. Oh, we must have. Oh, absolutely. I can I, think of two already. I thought you meant from our listeners. I mean, well, to be honest, I'm quite impressed that um, we've got that many <laughs> listeners as it is. Uh, no, they're, all, they're all made up people. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk. <laughs> So there's some uh, recent releases and new games coming yeah. out. Well, new games, I think there's anything recent here. Um, obviously, FIFA came out, Metal Gear Solid, something else came out, can't remember. Super Mario Maker's out on Super the Wii U, and apparently it's brilliant. But there were some other things as well that came out. Uh, we've got Rock Band 4 coming out. Oh yes, soon oh. to be featured in Sick Kids Point 6, the 24-hour <laughs> marathon of the Nearly Men, and the end of... The Nearly Men. <laughs> it's coming out on the 6th of October um, on Xbox One and PS4. A uh, big thing for it is U2 are going to be included. Oh, God, I've changed my mind. Yeah, I'm not a big U2 I fan. I hate U2. I think that's a big thing for them. Um, a big thing for U2. Yeah, because they need more money, don't they? <laughs> I'm surprised it's just not you're not forced to play it I tell you this I will play I will enjoy it <laughs> just wake up and it's been set up your house it's just it. like it's like the demo you have to play Barcelona and Real Madrid in FIFA 16 to start <laughs> start rock man you have to play you too I'd be delighted though if there's a button to fall off a stage that'd be great I'd like that oh that was so good uh, if you've not seen that just YouTube the edge falling off stage it's absolutely wonderful do you know the thing I really like is that, that whole joke what's the difference between God and Bono I don't know what is the difference between God and Bono. God doesn't think he's Bono. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Very good. There we are. <clears throat> Hope Borrow doesn't listen. I d- <laughs> <laughs> Very much doubt he does. <laughs> We've also got Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, coming out the 6th of October as well on PS4. That's going to make a good one. Is that download only or is it on disc? No, no, as well? uh, retail. On you disc, can buy yeah. that, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Colin Little says go and buy that if you've not played I, it. I believe you also are going to get a chance, that, although there's no multiplayer on the Nathan Drake collection because um, all the servers are down and all that they're not bringing it out um, you will get part you will get into the beta for the multiplayer of Uncharted 4 oh. so that's a wee extra for folk who do buy the Nathan Drake collection it does look brilliant I don't know what the price is going to be for it I'm hoping it's not going to be the, the full kind of £50 I think it's 44 in the PlayStation oh, really, Store right. that's the PlayStation Store though oh, okay, so, so you, might, you might get it about, about 35 40 <laughs> Back to the Future, 30th anniversary edition, you know, the Telltale games, mm-hmm. coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox 360. Yeah. I don't know why there's no PS3 there, but... I'm sure it's probably on the way. Uh, oh, it's the 16th of October, okay, which is five days before Marty and the Doc arrive in the oh, future. Oh, right, okay, there you go. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, and yep. the next-gen PS4 and Xbox One, 23rd of October. This is a big game for Ubisoft. They're keeping very quiet about it. They've got to get this one right. The, 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 you know, last year's was all bells and whistles. Look what's coming! Look, to, the, what I've seen about this one, they, they seem to have learned some of their lessons. I think they're getting rid of the multiplayer sort of stuff, right? Concentrating on the game and making it more open world and a little less repetitive. But they've been trying this for years. Yeah. Do you think there'll be any outside in faces? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I th- I'm not sure if that's a reference to the fact that they're actually doing some Jack the Ripper DLC. <laughs> um, apparently, that Jack the Ripper is going to be. Included in it, I think yeah. there'll be some outside-in faces in that, unfortunately. Oh my, <laughs> it's very colourful. <laughs> Halo 5 is also coming out on the 27th of October. Yep, a uh, big game for you ex-boners out there. An important one as well for the Xbox One because, you know, the Master Chief collection was a big mm, a big mess. A big boo-boo. So they, they really need to get back on the one. Apparently the game's good. Apparently it feels like Halo um, is very good. I heard some guys talking... Uh, some journalists had a, had a hands-on with it and felt that something just felt wrong. And I think there might have been some sort of, on the setup that they had to play, there might have been some lag between the console and the tellies that they were playing it on. So right. it, it just felt a bit off. But they, they're pretty sure that was a setup rather than actually the game. The game. Yeah. Um, apparently it's good. Just be grateful I didn't sing Beyonce. <laughs> Minecraft Stony Mode comes out on the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, and I think that's on like the 30th of October or something uh, like yep, that. Yep, so that's a Telltale game, so that's the same lot, you know, that have done Back to the Future, that have done The Wolf Among Us, The Walking Dead, um, Game of Thrones, the whole the whole shebang, and this is yeah. them now tackling Minecraft, the world of Minecraft. Yeah. Um, interesting. It'll be interesting. It's interesting to see that it's coming to PS4, so yeah. considering yeah. That, that Minecraft is now basically a Microsoft property. But um, but you know that most people have got a PlayStation 4, so yeah. you're really going to give up that money. Well, that's it. You've got to sell, got to sell, got to sell your software. Yeah. Yeah. So fun games coming out, and that's even before we get to November. Yep, there's a lot, and then there's some big oh. ones, there's some big, big hitters coming in November. Oh my. I've got to tell you, right now I can't afford any of these games, so no, I don't know how many of them I'll be playing in the near future, but we'll see. But actually, to be honest, after this weekend we'll be sick of games forever anyway. <laughs> we'll never want to play a game That's ever it. again. Exactly. <laughs> Trophy challenge. Right, yes, well, you know what, I'm just throwing this one out and nobody's going to like me for this one. Uh, we're going to Arkham Knight, and we're going to be doing right, Brutality... 101. Now this trophy, I hasten to add, is the one trophy that I need for the Platinum. Oh. I have 
played the game twice now. I've played the game all the way through on hard. I've played it all the way through on nightmare difficulty to get a silver trophy called the Long Halloween that you need to get for the second one for completing the new game plus. Now you just have to complete the, the main story missions, the Scarecrow ones, you don't have to do the other stuff, um, but you have to do that. So I've played the game through twice, I have done every other trophy, I've flown under all the bridges in one glide, I've glided for 100 or 200 metres, 20 feet off the ground, I've done every one, but I can't get this one. So I challenge you lot out there, and yourself, to try and get it, and rub oh. it right in my face if you get it before me. <laughs> Brutality 101 is where you have to do 15 different combo moves in one free flow. So in one combo, you've got to pick them up, you've got to beat them down, you've got to stun them with a cape, you've got to zap them with electric, you've got to hit them with a bat uh, batarang, you've got to hit them with a bat claw, you've got to evade them, you've got to counter, you've got to punch, you've got to do the full boona. Is it in a row? You've all, got to do a different one well, each one? You, you can do it as much as you want. I mean, you could do like all of that in a 200 move combo if you wanted to. But could you do like two batarangs, then a bat claw? As long as, as long as the as combo as doesn't there. break, as long right. as you don't break the combo, then you can do it as much as you want. But they have to all be different. So your two batarangs, although they're two hits, they'll still only count as, as one, one, uh, one move. Yeah. It's unbelievably difficult. So uh, good luck with that one. Um, you might I, not be getting a video of that. I need it for my trophy. Yes. <laughs> I'll try and put mine up if I can get it. Um, it's killing me. Oh, It's killing me. But anyway, so I challenge you, and uh, you know, and hasten to add, it's only a bronze. But I would say this to you: if anyone out there is trying to platinum Batman or considering it, this will be far and away the hardest trophy you'll have. If you could get this one, then you could do the you know the Riddler trophies. Just follow some maps; they take ages, but I've done them all two hundred forty-seven of them. I think there is. Uh, you know, they are doable. That's the toughest trophy, um, and that's the one I need. Um, so see if you can get it, and if you do hit us up get a wee screen grab send it to us mock me oh my. rub it in my face and ruin my day oh my well we'll try that as best we can yeah Carl Little's little trivia yeah Jay Rainey will be delighted about that just for you Jay just for you okay we've got a couple of wee bits of trivia for you here at Chris Moyles nearly called you Chris no no Chris Moyles remember him the, the video DJ. one DJ oh, yeah, yeah. His face was used as an enemy in 24 The Game. There you go. I had that game. It was pure terrible. Was it fat Chris Moyles or thin Chris Moyles? Well, it was just his face. Right. I think his face was quite fat, but he was on like a kind of like bad guy's body, so... <laughs> it's a bit weird. Big heed. Was it, it wasn't the worst thing about the game. <laughs> um, I didn't even know there was a 24 much game. It was terrible. I think it was in the PlayStation 2, maybe? Oh, gosh, right. Maybe. PlayStation. Is it just Kiefer Sutherland breathing for the whole thing? More or less, just saying damn it a lot. Damn it. And then, like, Chloe would come in with some, like, dead, monotonous um, game acting voice. Oh, no, wait, no, just her acting voice, sorry. Oh. Sorry. Oh. Not a fan of Chloe. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> sorry, I just choked on my own disgust there. <laughs> <clears throat> so, next up, <laughs> we have uh, uh, Keeping on the Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keeping on with that, the boss, okay, a very important character from Metal Gear Law. Uh-huh. Uh, law. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm still choking on my own disgust. I thought you were um, just RP. Law. The, law. The boss, she is about RP. And there's a reason why. Because she was based on English actress Charlotte Rampling. Oh, there you go. So there you go. And actually, I didn't know that. And I'm playing the game now and I can kind of see the, the uh, kind of similar. It doesn't really look like her, but got that sort of mannerisms. Right, right. Yeah, so I wonder. What, I wonder how Charlotte Rampling is big in Japan. I wonder what took her there. 
I know, I wonder. I don't know. Mm. Very interesting. Mm. Um, and finally, keeping on after the mentions of Gladys, I just felt I had to go on with Portal. Uh, and of course, Portal, the cake is a lie. That, mm-hmm. that whole kind of um, reference or that whole kind of theme, the cake is a lie, yeah. uh, has been referenced in the following games. It, can, it features... I can tell you one. Okay, what one? Minecraft. Yes? Yeah. That's right. Minecraft indeed. Ah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I can tell you some more. Uh, Dragon Age Origins. Oh, we don't know. Duke Nukem Forever. Oh. Uh, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow. Bizarrely enough, it's also in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Of course it is. And it's in Grand Theft Auto V. Oh. I haven't spotted it in Grand Theft Auto V. I need to look out for that. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. wonder if it's maybe a mission. Name of a mission or something. Mm, or Could be. Uh, I need to look out for that. But the cake is a lie is mentioned in Grand Theft Auto V. If you guys have spotted any of these ones, give us a shout and uh, and let us know. Um, but listen, I think we, we better get ourselves wrapped up. So yeah. I think it's time just to remind everyone, in case they need reminding, that uh, next weekend is going to be a, <laughs> a big weekend for oh the nearly my. men. Um, we are, of course, doing our 24-hour games marathon for sick kids save points. So please do go to the Just Giving page. You can find us there. We are the Nearly Men. Please go find us on Twitter, at Nearly Men. And uh, keep an eye out for Sick Kids Save Point and uh, wish us some luck, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. In the meantime, please do feel to drop us a line on at Nearly Men or on Facebook, the Nearly Men podcast. Let us know what you think. And do tune in next week, as Colin says. Catch us on the YouTube channel. Keep an eye on the Facebook for links. And don't forget to donate. Thanks very much. See you, Manny!